Guys, guys, something amazing happened this past week. My nephew, Maxwell Keller, came down to visit. We were involved in filming a short film for some friends. It was an amazing experience. Much more to come on that. But while he was here, we got to talk and record a little podcast for you guys. And it's going to be a two-parter. And it's about, well, you guessed it, the Oscars. We'll start off with a little bit about Max and what he's about and what he enjoys, and then we'll go into his predictions, and then we've got a rant on the snubs. It's a fun episode. It's a two-parter. I hope you'll join me for it, and uh, let's get right down to it. Have a good time. I'm glad you're here joining me on Contrary Gardens. beginning of our check 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 i don't do any of that shit normally when i do a podcast but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you heard that noise you heard a voice in the background special guest today live and in person in the studio aka dining room of my condo let's all give a big hearty contrary gardens welcome to my nephew max keller hi that was max he is going to tell you what he does back on Long Island real quick. Yeah, so I am currently studying film at Five Towns College, which is a private college on Long Island. I am currently pursuing a career in film. I have had some cult classics around the college, including one that got accepted into four film festivals even though it was pretty messy, but you know what? We all got to start somewhere. And I know that tomorrow, should I mention that tomorrow I'm actually going to be... Okay, yeah, Mary's shaking her head. Tomorrow I'm actually going to be finishing my first of two senior projects that I'm trying to make. Well, that's very exciting. Can you tell us the name of the film that you made that was in the festivals? Yes, it is called All We Can Do... You can find it on YouTube because I prematurely put it on YouTube before it got accepted into festivals. I'm actually pretty glad they accepted it because, like, I feel like they would have no purpose to since it's like, okay, why? This is already on YouTube. Why would we already just put this in our festival and make people pay to see it? But the film is mostly about this person named Jason who wakes up one day and finds himself trapped in an episode of a 90s sitcom. And it uh, had a lot of uh, actors in it and a lot of special effects and a lot of fun fun little um, hat tips and Easter eggs um, to your favorite films and filmmakers. And uh, can you tell me what you filmed that on? Uh, well, I used my cinematographer's camera, which was, like, just this regular Canon camera that she uses for photography, but I'm planning with my next projects to use her more professional camera. She just got the Blackmagic 6K Pro, and we're using the C200 tomorrow, so, yeah. And when you work in post, do you um, use one particular program that you're most comfortable in? Yes, I use Premiere. I've been using it since I was like 15 or 16, I want to say. So that's kind of what I use. Great. And 
Do you do anything special for sound and lighting at this point? I mean, I do have a boom mic and, like, some lighting equipment at my house, but mostly I want to, since I want to pursue a career in directing, I mostly just, like, leave it up to the people who actually know more than me, so, yeah. So I want to, I want to call you in a, a true... Autor, Autor, Autier. I think it's Autor. Oh my God, Autor, like Citizen Kane. Because yeah. you write, you direct, you edit. Yeah, and sometimes if I really can't get anyone to help star in a film, I sometimes bite the bullet and act in it. I do believe you had a special cameo in your film. Yes, I did. At first, it was I was like thinking, okay, maybe we can sort of get someone, but I was realizing for that role, it would be someone who, if I did fit it, it would kind of be sort of like a meta aspect of it. So I thought to myself, yeah, this could work. I love it. I enjoyed the film a lot. I also enjoyed that your mom said, do you want me to explain it to you during the viewing, which is always fun. And I said, no, let's see where... Let's see what I can get from it, and then we'll talk after when no one's looking. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... I remember when I shared it to you, I was with my cousins who usually don't like to think when watching movies, and the film is incredibly interpretable. I set it up that way, so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to have to explain what this film means now, or at least my interpretation of it. Because, listen, if I made it clear to follow with, like, oh, that's what that means, or, oh, that's why he's like this, or something, mm -hmm. then I, I would think to myself, like, then, then I failed. So you really want someone to watch the film and take from it what they take from it. You don't want people to feel it's A plus B equals C, or step one, step two, step, step three. You produced a piece of art. And you wanted folks to interpret it and glean what they could from it. Yeah, I kind of wanted other people to get their own experience out of things. I think my future films are a little bit more linear and concise than all we can do. But I, I'm just proud that I managed to make something that some people were like, Ooh, this is kind of cool. And oh, I think I got this out of it. So I'm pretty happy about that. Well, you should be very happy, and I think it's a great piece, and I don't think there are words that could express how proud I am of you, but that's another podcast. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm a big fan. And now, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we may talk about the Oscars. back with contrary gardens usually mary does this but i have a little rant to say so the oscars have been sort of a tradition for me i have loved watching like all these awards ever since i was a kid and i remember it was i can't remember if it was the year that birdman or spotlight won best picture but i remember actually 
I think it was the spotlight year because Mad Max Fury Road and The Revenant were up. And that's when I started to notice a little bit more of the filmmaking and technical awards and not just like, ooh, what actors show up? Oh, what's going to win Best Original Song? And the Oscars have kind of helped me actually experience these ideas better and look at film differently. And I thought to myself, one thing I'm incredibly upset about is that they decided to cut eight categories. I don't understand why they did this. I I know that it's like documentary short subject or something, which doesn't bother me that much, but it's all the short... Sorry. It's all the short film categories. It's music, original score, production design, and editing. And I just find that completely disrespectful. Preach, preach. Thank you, Mary. I find it completely disrespectful to the people who actually want to watch the Oscars. And they said they said they did this for time. And I really find it like so stupid that they did that because like the app the person who actually watches the Oscars doesn't really care how long it is. They just want to celebrate their favorite films get mad when their favorite films don't get recognized or awarded, and don't don't forget the the, the costumes. We really like well not costumes. We really like the ladies in the dresses. Oh yeah, right. Cost yeah, costume design. No, wait, they're showing costume design because I mean the ladies on the red carpet walking through all the ladies named Kate and stuff like that. I oh, mean, I don't care about the red carpet. I'm sorry. Never mind. We'll just edit this out. <laughs> So yeah, I was like thinking to myself, like, why would they do this? They did get hosts, which isn't a bad idea on paper. And unfortunately, they got like three hosts, which is already kind of stupid enough. Mary, I know you're going to be upset about this, but I'm not an Amy Schumer fan. And they decided to get her. It's fine. Okay, thank you, Mary. Uh, we got one to Sykes and Regina Hall, which I haven't really heard of Regina Hall up until now. At first, I thought it was Rebecca Hall who directed Passing, and I remember telling this to my mom. She thought it was Regina King from If Beale Street Could Talk, and I'm going to go back to the award category cutting because like, this is what I find incredibly stupid. So they did it to increase viewers. The people who weren't going to watch the Oscars were never going to watch the Oscars. They would say, oh, it's too pretentious. Oh, it's too preachy, too political. All that stuff. And it's just not funny and feels like a waste of three hours. And they, it feels like they're just like taking the things that people don't like about the Oscars and really just like keeping... It's like, you don't go to a sports game and say like, oh man, I wish they cut out the first quarter of this. I wish, I don't wish, I don't even like sports and I think to myself like, if I'm going to sit there, I better watch the whole freaking game, all 19 hours of it. And um, we just want to put a note in here that while we aren't um, big sports fans, we love people who are. Um, Jen and Jeff and, and Margie, we're looking at you. Love you. Yeah, my cousins are really big into sports. I don't want it to be anyone. I just want to go back to the Oscars. And what I find incredibly stupid about this decision is that 
Last year's Oscars were the lowest rated Oscars, and they've been trying to do everything to increase viewership. And there are actually two things that I find really stupid about this. Is that they had a Twitter award where you can check where they have like people voting for their favorite films on Twitter. And meanwhile, when people on Twitter actually criticize this choice, including filmmakers themselves, like Guillermo del Toro said, this is not the year to cut categories. Steven Spielberg didn't want this. Hans Zimmer, I think it was Hans Zimmer who didn't want this. And they decided not to listen. We're going to give freaking Amazon Cinderella an award instead. And the second thing is, you can see this in the Best Picture nods, because most of these awards, like, this hasn't been that great of a year for film. I get it, but I see, like, a lot of crowd pleasers rather than actual art house selections than anything, and... What I find weird is that they actually had confidence in their ratings before. Like, in 2021, the Oscars only had less than 10 million viewers. Donald Trump tweeted something like, Oh man, lowest rated Oscars ever. And the Oscars were like, Oh, we were lowly rated because you gave everyone COVID. So they were clearly confident about that. But... Now they're not. Now they're scared of that, even though it was a different time period. And they had to freaking extend the freaking wait time. So I don't understand why they're doing this. I am I usually watch the Oscars, but now I'm not sure if I do want to watch it. I feel like I'll just freaking look at the list. And But I'm here to talk about the nominations and my predictions. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here real quick and just say that... Um... Max has a lot of very strong opinions about film, film awards, and um, the production of it, and the actual end product. And he's brilliant. He has a lot to say. I wish I could do 24 hours of you talking about film and your opinions on it. And I love it. And you're very funny, too. But I'd love to hear your predictions for the ones that will be, you know, the, the heavy hitters, the big ones. We're all disgusted that they're cutting the tele the televised um, portion that would be the technical stuff, which is the... There's no movie without the technical stuff, people. We all know this. Don't you yeah, agree? Yeah, exactly. So let's let's hear what you think about the, um, the pretty shiny categories, like uh, best film, best actor, um, best director, best writing, and song. Let's, let's hear your predictions based on um, the nominations that we have for the Oscars, which will be telecast on... Some channel on March 27th, I believe. It's going to be ABC. It's going to be ABC. So if ABC wants to sponsor me, give me a call. I'm right here. Max is going to give you some predictions. Leaving you on a cliffhanger, gang. That's right. You're going to have to come back next week to find out all of Max's predictions for the 2022 Oscars. Oh, my God. They're going to be telecast on March 27th on ABC. Not my sponsor. Yet. Thank you for listening. Please come back next week and hear everything Max has to say because he's the awesomest person on the planet. Talk to you later. (coughs)